Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. My turn to introduce it. I introduced the last one. Go do it. No, you introduce it. Really? You gonna do this right now? Right now and forever until you start the podcast. What's up, guys? Hey. What's up? (laughs) 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 We're back again. Yeah. Episode one fifty eight. Yep, that's us. Of uh the one and only super mega podcast. You know it, baby. You know it. You know it well. Um. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you've all had very eventful, fun weeks. God knows Ryan and I have. We have been busting our tight little tuchuses working on this office. And we will continue to be busting our tuchuses uh, on the office, on videos, and on content pretty much until like November is going to be a, where we can just finally relax and just focus on recording and being in the office. Yeah, because we're about Man, to go to Australia this week. Yeah, I, I cannot tell you how much I wish that maybe I we we set up some some more relaxed times because you know I we we got to go and visit family, but still you're like away from home, like your home base. Yeah, like I just want more time in L.A. Up. where I don't yeah. have to go out of town because this week, if you're listening to it on streaming services, we're about to go to Australia, and if you're listening to it on YouTube, we are on the way to Australia when you listen to this. Yep. Because um, we're going on cold ones with uh, Max Mofo and anything for views, so that'll be a blast, but then we get back, then we go on tour, then Ryan has a, a thing to go to back back south. It's, it's known as a wedding. Not my wedding. You can tell him. <sighs> Jim was finally allowed to have a third wife. Yep. The second one was... Uh, was a tough sell. The third one even harder, but he he managed a way to uh, oh, shit my pants. Sneak right through it. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm shocked. He's the only man in America that's been able to do that. But it's fucking rad. Good for him. Uh, but then 
after Ryan's back from uh, Jim's wedding, uh, we're here, I think, for the rest of the year, right? Until yeah. Christmas. So that's when things are really going to start. Thank you God. know, <laughs> I just want to, like, I just want to be. I, I, like, I hate, like, one, I just don't like leaving home and just our, our work environment. It's hard. Well, it's hard so getting, much. like, this set up and solidified right now when we're going so many places so much. When we're traveling to do vlogs, when we're, um, uh, you know, the, uh, when, I, when we're like going to Australia, when we're essentially just, I mean, I, I've got to visit home so far once this year. I've been, yeah, so, once, and that was for tour. Yeah, and some people got upset. A, a small fraction of people, I'd say probably a point zero one percent of people they, were they like, were mad that we were out. Why of are town? you taking trips to see the family that's all the way on the other side of the fucking continent? And I, and, you, I, and you can't talk to them because by the time your work hours are done and you're done with the day, they're in bed sleeping. Exactly. I always go to call my mom and I'm like, oh, never mind. She's asleep yeah. by now. I went to Thailand to visit my cousin and uh, who I, I, I rarely get to see. And she's not going to live there much longer. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to snag this opportunity, see a cool country and get to kiss my cousin on the lips. Yeah. Which I did. Very fantastic time. Um, I would love to take you to Thailand next year or the year after that. I just want to go to Japan again. I want to go back to. We'll, I want to go we'll back go. Uh, like sometime twenty twenty. Super Mega does Japan Part Two. I mean, I mean, I mean. After we did lose a, one of m our favorite vlogs, it's out there, man. It's out there. We lost oh, half it is. of it. It's physically out there. Like it, it, it exists somewhere. I just don't feel like it works without because that second half no. is like the meat. No, we know? we need the second half. We'll do it again. We'll we'll make it better. We'll make this, it better. Yeah. This time because uh, I lost. All the footage, not like lost it or misplaced it. It's just gone from my phone. It was, uh, I think, uh, because all the footage I thought would be put into a separate folder on like the camera roll or something, and it was kept in the oh, app right. that we yeah. used. I mean, it and, like, refreshed everything and cleared it out. Yep, so that was fun. Yeah. Uh, so this time we can have all the footage of this wonderful uh, vlog. We actually lost a good bit of footage just because of that happening with my phone. I know. We, so. I mean, we still got so much good stuff. Oh, that, yeah. Though. There's there's two more Japan vlogs on the way. Unless one already released. Maybe it already released this week. Who knows? That would be nice. We're recording this on Monday. So, I mean, I can't see the future. Of but, course. Uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a fun week. I didn't do much this week, and I slept a lot. I watched some YouTube videos. Nice. Um, Any particular ones you'd like to recommend to the audience? Yes. There's the Russian one that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I found a YouTube channel called Real Life Lore, and I spent, like, no joke, probably four to five hours this weekend just laying in bed doing nothing and just watching his videos because they're amazing. He just, like, picks these, like, random subjects and then does, like, video essays on them, but mm -hmm. subjects more about, like, historical things that have happened. And he has a lot of hypotheticals, like, what, what would it be like if the Soviet Union was, like, still together in 2019? But he was like that, and they're, like, what really What would happen well if Nazi Germany was reigning today? Exactly. Like he, did a, he did a video that I didn't even know, not, or not Nazi Germany, but Germany had a plan to invade America. And he goes over, like, the whole plan. It was insane. What was the plan? Basically, I think they were just going to send, like, a massive, massive fleet of battleships across the ocean and then engage the U.S. some point. And then win because they would have more than the U.S. And then they'd send a bunch of like submarines and like battleships to go up and down the coasts of like Virginia and stuff. And then they would go and they would take Boston by just shelling the city. I think Germany needs to calm down. Do they know how big the United States is? Well, this was back in like the 19 early night. This was before Hitler. It was like early 1900s. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, okay. and they just like their plan was like to shell Boston 
take over Boston, and then they would have Boston up north as a base, and then they would get all their ships, and they would go take out all the bases protecting New York, and then go take over New York by just, like, destroying New York City and then going in. Luckily, we, we have the Second Amendment, therefore that, that could never happen. Nope. Also, uh, the Soviets had a plan to, like, invade America. And I'm sure we've had pl- I mean, we had— Oh, we, you we, have, we have a plan for everything. We had a plan to assassinate oh, Cuba Man. What's I watched a video about Cuba. What's his name, Cuba Castro? Man? Didn't we? I like Cuba Man. Didn't the more. C, like the CIA or something like it was sought out that we actually did have a plan to assassinate. We had a lot. One of them was uh, literally giving him an exploding cigar. Yeah. Ooh. Like uh, <clears throat> Ned, they could not assassinate him. They tried. Conspiracy theorists are like, you know, Kennedy. Uh, he was too much of a, a socialist. The government didn't want him to him to. Because he talked against the CIA, he like talked against like intelligence and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and he was very he was very liberal with his politics. Yeah, people were like he was assassinated because he was a liberal. I or because he spoke out or because he they, I don't know. It's a conspiracy theory, so I could I could I could get the conspiracy theory wrong, and it's still its own separate conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's well, just also as the dude that, as that the one. dude that killed him also got killed. Yeah, so. I, I don't know if that's Were they on working it. together? I, I don't have The that Umbrella much. Man. Oh, the man in the picture that has the umbrella that's open. Is that like the time traveler guy? No, it's like the weapon where you open the umbrella and it sends out like darts or some shit. Like a little thing of ricin. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of people, I, not a lot of people, but people would use umbrellas as protest and shit. Yeah, of course. So I, um, speaking of Cuba, I remember learning about this in school, but like I, I, just forgot about it, but it, like I watched a video on it yesterday, so now I was like in my head again. How crazy close like the world came to end. Oh yeah, that, it was in, like, like six in sixty two or something. The Cuban Missile Crisis, Cause, dude. Because it was the the submarine at the bottom had <clears throat> lost contact with the surface, and it was their call to like they were because they they were like they didn't know if war had already broken up top. Yeah, and there were three guys that had to make the call. They had to unanimously agree to launch the nuke at the United States. And two of them said yes. And the third guy, who wasn't even supposed to be on the ship, because normally it's supposed to just be two people, the third guy who just happened to be there said no. So, like, if he hadn't been there, or if he said yes, so it's not a, that would have like so it has to be unanimous. It can't just be two. To out launch of three. a nuke? Wait, it can't just be like all of them. It has at, to be... at least on on the on the Soviet thing, how they had it was it was like the team there mm-hmm. that is in charge. They all have to be in agreement. And normally it's two guys. It's like the captain and so the, they just had to like flip a coin of like did war break out. Yeah, because they well they were getting um, these like dummy things were being dropped on them because mm-hmm. there was like a U.S. warship that detected the submarine and snuck by the uh, blockade. Yeah, and they couldn't get in contact with them, so they were trying to get them back to the service. They're like dropping like dummy things to scare them, but they thought they were real, so they were like, "Oh, they're trying to kill us. War's broken out. Let's launch the nuke." Oh. And then one guy said no. So good. That would have been bad if, if they launched a nuke. Uh, the world would be a different place today. Yeah. That would have been a n- nuclear war in the United States. Does he have a video of what Japan would be like if we didn't resort to dropping two atomic bombs on their mainland? He has a lot. I don't know. I could see him doing that if he doesn't. It's like it's really good channel. I recommend I wonder it, what, what it. I wonder what Japan would be like. What would Tokyo be like today? Not the same. Because it's because you know as we meant we want to go. I want to go again. You've been how many times so far? A few. <laughs> I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to make you feel no, bad. I've I, been- uh, I I I went a little. Uh, I'm a little trigger happy with with going when I first realized. I was like, wait, I'm an adult. I have tickets are cheap if you, if you plan it months in advance. 
Especially from LAX, because you got my, the international yeah. uh, Mr. Man Airport. And my boss, Aaron, was like, yeah, go whenever you want. And I was like, oh, really? And he was like, sure. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then I kind of went a little crazy with it. But uh, So I've been twice. I've been five times. Five times? Yeah. Okay. That's only three more than me. So I've actually flown across the Pacific 12 times now. About to do it 14, because we're going to Australia. Let's put it this way. If you and I go again together in 2020, then I will have gone 50% of the amount that you've gone. Yes. Yes, you will have. I don't know. I just I know like it sounds like whenever I tell my uh, my family when I talk to them because I ignore them all the time because I'm a horrible son. Uh, when it, uh, whenever I tell them I want to go to Japan again, they're like, "You don't want to go somewhere like Greece or or um, London?" And I'm like, "I do. I do want to go to those places, but I can't. Th- like I don't know. Just my favorite food in general is sushi, right?" So off the bat, I'm going to have great, like one of my favorite meals. I'm going to always have good quality there. Also, all the rest of their food is great. And I just like the the environment. And I think I've mentioned this before, how I like the, I don't know if there's a word for it, um, specific like about this specific feeling, but it's kind of being it's alone like how, in a crowded place. Yeah. Because th- most people can speak decent English, or a lot of people can speak de- somewhat decent english in japan you like being lost in translation oh okay there it is wow like the movie i haven't seen that movie. you want me to see you should see it. it's it's a pretty good movie but like i should i want to do that in like other countries i but so, the thing with japan is like it's so easy to get around if yeah you're an english speaker and i feel like other countries it might not be as easy well the reason i like going honestly is i'm really sentimental and then that was like the first place i really traveled to mm-hmm. like in another part of the world and I had such a good time and then the second time I went so first time I went was because my friend Christian was studying abroad and mm-hmm. he had never been uh that's right and I was like he was like he asked me he's like I'm really nervous like what if we went together for like my first week there before I start classes we can hang out and I was like absolutely so I went with him and then he got super depressed because he got super isolated over there because mm-hmm. being because Japan is can be like a really depressing country yeah. especially if you're a foreigner like they're not big fans of foreigners <laughs> You're kind of isolated if yeah. you are. And he also lived in an apartment, not a dorm. Mm-hmm. So he had no friends or anything. So he got really, really depressed. Um, so then he was there for like four months. And later in the summer, he was like, dude, I'm so depressed. And I was like, I mean, I could come out again. So I came out so and did. we had like a huge blast again. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then at that point, I just had so many good memories. I was like, I want to Then he just back. went for fun. Yeah. Went with but, Aaron. Uh, I, know, you. I know another country where like, because here's the thing. I can still get around decently, but like if if I were to go to Germany, most Germans speak English. Like they know what you're saying. I feel like in a lot of European yes. countries, it's like English is like, yeah, we know it. Well, also it's like, I, I guess it depends on like what you want out of a travel experience. Because I do want to go to Europe. I think it'd be really cool to oh, go, I wanna go to I want to go to London. London is my like, I want to go to London. I, I want to go to, I want to go, I, well, that fits Oh, my yeah. <laughs> really melancholy. I want to go yeah. to Italy really bad. I like melancholy places. That's why... It's because Tokyo has this melancholy vibe at night with me because it also like rains a lot. Yeah. And like, I think it's because I feel separated from everything that's going on there. Like it's like its own form of isolation. I mean, it really is a vacation in the sense that like you kind of you isolate and you're like gone from the rest of the world that you know for a bit, which is refreshing. Uh, That's why I like Thailand a lot, too, for that reason. Um, And now I do have to say I do. I'm I'm getting real antsy to go to other places. Mm -hmm. I do. Of course, I still want to go back to Japan really bad. But like, yeah, after going to Thailand, I was like, fuck, I want to go to more places. My whole thing is I just the reason I want to go back is because 
I want to. Ex- we didn't stay in Kyoto long. I want to no. actually. Ex- I I haven't been to Osaka. Um, yeah. Osaka, and I want to go to uh, the theme park. That I would love about. There's like, I've only really been a little bit in Kyoto, and then most of the time I've just been in like Shinjuku, Tokyo, yeah. to- Tokyo area. And I want so to explore. I want to explore more of Japan. I, I, you know, because we could Tokyo is fun and I love that area. And I think that's always that would always be like the hub of where I'd start and possibly end the trip. But I really want to experience other places because they're known for different things and stuff. And they have oh, different yeah. things. We could all, we could do legit an entire second Japan vlog series. It's even longer just about Kyoto and Osaka because there's so much to do there. Yeah. Like Mount Fuji. My, well, my, that, that's fav- not my that favorite area, bar there. was in Kyoto. So what was your favorite? Oh, Black Jazz. Black. Oh, right. That like that was such a cool bar. Yeah. Well, we got we have we talked about this bar was before? It, called, it was Black Jazz. Brown Sugar. Oh, it's called okay. Brown Sugar. Because, oh, and it had good the, black music. The sign music. said good black music. Yep. <laughs> and we were like, what? And we Brown went inside sugar. and it was the coolest bar. Yeah, it was like a just super cozy. We talked we, about it. It's a there it, was good black music. Yeah, it was great black music. It was actually it was really good music though. Yeah, got a nice little cocktail, chilled with the boys. If 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 I were to go, if I'm trying to think, I think next I would like to go to London. We're going to Australia, so that's another country we're getting out of the way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's but, a, that's that's a big. one. I'm really excited. I've always wanted to go to Australia, but I've always been like. That's so fucking far away. Why would I ever go to Australia? We're going to Melbourne. Melbourne. Mel- Melbourne. Apparently, if you say Melbourne, people will make fun of you. Melbourne. I found Melbourne. out. Melbourne. But I'm like, what do you say? What? Because in Australian, they they say Melbourne. You Melbourne. Know? Melbourne. Because they Melbourne. don't. They don't say Melbourne. But if they didn't have their accent, exactly, they would. It would, it'd be Melbourne. Because so I'm ac- like, I'm not going to speak an Australian accent when I say an English word. The 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 Australian accent makes you say words wrong. You're, like you, you're not you are, you're not pronouncing them like if you if you speak it without an accent you're more phonetically close to what the word was trying to be yeah because I mean like what, it's a break off of like well, actually Americans like wrong good too, old right? southern draw isn't American wrong because Sith- it, it started out as like British English yeah so but, that like, accent, but we I guess. have our own dialect but, yeah. well British British is the correct oh. like if you the the way I um really kind of took a thanks for kissing my feet. Of course, man. But uh, the way I uh, found out where it's like, oh, yeah, they're they're pronouncing things the 100% right way is because I used to watch Top Gear a good bit because I found it entertaining. And they, there was like, what was it? We're like Jaguar, but they're like the Jaguar. jaguar. Like they, they will pronounce the word. Okay. Jaguar. It's the Jaguar. No, I was thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> what, what, I, I thought of a word yesterday where I was like, oh, yeah, like, even – and of course, like I know why we don't pronounce it that way. Like even the word Los Angeles, you know, it's a Spanish word. So Los. it's like Los Angeles. And I'm like, Los Angeles. well, I'm not going to say Los Angeles because right? uh, it's America, damn it. Yeah. Uh, but it's just funny how like English also like just it's funny how like different that languages just weird. butcher the word. Las Vegas is L.A. But but Los Angeles. Why don't why don't we call it Los Angeles? Because English just simplifies everything. To an ah, the o makes an ah, and los is like a. Uh, or an I, I, I think I think I think it's like whatever's easier to say. I think los is easier than los. La, yeah, it's like less effort. Lo la 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 lo. Yeah, because you have to form an o. Lo. Yeah, Los Angeles. God, too much work for me. Too much. I'm not gonna say because I remember the first time I really thought about it was I was I was in an Uber and the driver was Mexican. He was on the phone and he said Los Angeles and I was like, oh shit. Oh, that's how it's supposed to be said. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm not gonna like imagine like how goofy you look going to like a coffee shop, 
like me numbers. I'm like, yeah, I'm from Los Angeles. It's like, well, you'd seem like an asshole. Yeah, exactly. So out of fear of being an asshole, I'll say Los Angeles. Exactly. Los Angeles. That's how you pronounce it. That's how it should be pronounced is America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. In terms of major car companies, I know you can we mainly on this on the street you will see American, German, and Japanese. Those are like the three big ones. Yeah. Why has China not ever stepped in that market? Because like wouldn't you think China would I think uh I think it was a uh, um Top Gear that uh, I'm sorry if I'm spewing false facts. Look it up for yourself if you're interested. But I think that um China specifically, like they do have their own brands of cars, but that they only use in China. They essentially oh. steal, not steal, but they they just take the designs and make they their take own. the yeah. But it's cheaper and not as well built. Oh, to just so they can like fuel their economy with yeah. Because when I was in Thailand, for instance, uh, it's a kingdom, so it's not like a democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have a bunch of different rules on everything. For instance, like first of all, no free speech. Mm-hmm. Second of all. Pedestrians don't have the right of way, so that really that really scared Wait, me. Wait, where's there no free speech? Thailand. What does that mean? That means like you can, if you were to speak out politically, you can get put in jail. Type Fuck. Of thing. Um, so what if you, as a tourist, speak out politically? I don't know, actually. Fuck the. The fuck Thailand. No, stop. What if you say that? Like, will you get in trouble in Thailand? Like, would the police be like? Ooh. I guess it depends. I, I think like if you speak bad about the king. Because, like, they got pictures of the king it's, everywhere. It's, wait, the king of Thailand? Yeah, dude. Not, like, not in like ambassador? No, 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 no. Not he, like... He's the king. It's a kingdom. It's like a royal family. 
and the king is this like and he actually has power yeah he's this weird looking does he have dude. a crown he is all decked out in the royal shit and they have when i went I'm there look up the they had massive him. billboards everywhere that said long live the king with like big pictures of him and on like the train they'd play the national anthem with like a picture of him wait he's he's a little weird looking he's a little goofy looking he's not the most like kingly looking dude but apparently his dad was the one that like kind of revolutionized thailand and, and changed it from when it was siam or whatever into thailand so everyone loved him but his son apparently is not very liked or he's very like corrupt or something he, he's a little weird looking, right? Yeah. He's a little like, he looks he looks uh, like he didn't get enough sleep. He's got that Matt Watson. Well, I haven't found his picture. Sorry. I I, I just agreed before because I just assumed that. It, didn't, that. it didn't load yet. Well, I could have been lying to you. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll see if he's weird looking. Hold on. Thailand King. Is there a and prince? Try to pronounce his name after that. Because God knows well, I there can. There he is. Okay. Wow. He's, uh, well, that looks like, looks more like. That doesn't look like a king. That looks like Castro dictatorship type apparel. Yeah, yeah. I went to the palace. Uh, beautiful fucking place. And his name is... Pronounce that for me. First try, go. No stuttering. Maha? Just, That's his ju- first just, name, Just right? go with no stuttering. Your hardest. Maha Vajralonghorn. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy last name. What is it? How do you pronounce Let me it? See. Maha Vajralonghorn, I guess. <laughs> Longhorn. Longhorn. Like the steakhouse. So this is the this is the picture that they have all over, like on billboards and Toss everything. It. It's all over buildings and like. Does he have a sword with him? Like yeah. A tiny so sword? what what I heard was apparently like he's pretty corrupt and and. Again, I don't know that much about Thai politics, so I'm just going off of what I was told. Um, so please, if this is incorrect, feel free to do some fact checking and look it up. But I heard he built like a crematorium in the National Palace for like kind of silence his enemies because he would just kind of like make people disappear. He married a f- flight attendant. What? She got lucky. Former flight attendant turned royal guard is named Queen Suthita days before his own coronation. Damn. Has married the deputy head of his personal security detail in a surprise wedding and given her the title Queen Suthita. I think he'd really like Thailand a lot. I feel like when it comes to monarchies and stuff like that, I feel like uh, there's a lot of, you know... Uh, the whole show Game of Thrones, the Game of Thrones. Yeah, definitely because it's like a it's a family thing. What was I saying though? What led me into this? I say same about Thailand. What I learned is protesting don't have the right away, which that's scary as fuck. They don't have freedom of speech. But there was there was a reason I brought this up. God damn it! Because it's different and funny. No, <laughs> what was it? I don't know. Fuck! I like I brought those up as tangentially, and now my main point. Has gone. And then I'm going to be editing this later and I'll remember it and be like. Because you'll hear the context. Yeah. yeah. Well, you well if you explain it, Matt, if you f- figure it out, he, he put your voice clip explaining what it was right here. And if there was nothing, then. Then say, then you have to record an apology. Ryan. For not thinking of it. It's killing me though. It is killing me right now. You know when it's like on the tip of your tongue? No. We're talking. Yes, I do. I don't know, dude. I don't fucking. We were know. talking about. Other we're talking countries. about going to other countries, maybe. Yeah. Want to go to? Italy? Talking about cars. Cars. Something about cars. I was talking about how you were like, 
how come China does hasn't hit the market big? And we're like, and I was like, they do, but it's all like shitty. Oh, wannabe. I remember. Yeah, it was okay. all about just like monopolies because in Thailand, this is this was the longest winded like thing to get to this point, <laughs> the know, smallest okay. point. Is it worth it? You think? I mean, it's not like a big no, grand plan. I'll, I'll judge it afterwards. Go ahead and go ahead and spill your beans for the economy in Thailand. There's only like one beer that's allowed to be made. There's only like one official Thai beer. There's other Thai beers, but they're made in like Laos and then shipped in, or they're made in like Myanmar or something and shipped in. But there's only one that's allowed to actually be like made in Thailand for like, I don't know, it's a monopoly. That's that's all I was gonna say. That sucks. Yeah, it's pretty good though. So you can only have one beer no. made in Thailand. There's only one that's like manufactured. That's what beer. I'm saying. There's yeah. like there's more ha- Thai beers though. So they have a state sponsored beer. I don't know if it's sta- – I just – my cousin just told me that, like, they're only allowed to produce one beer in Thailand. Also – Is that a federal law? Then I, I would say so. that's that's state-sponsored because that's that's a state-sponsored beer. I don't, if, if, I don't remember which – I think it was – If legally Chang. they only have it so that one beer can be made within the confines of Thailand, then yes, I would say that that they are – the government is, is, is overreaching their power and placing their own monopoly. From now on, it's only Heineken. Sorry. <laughs> it's like only Heineken can be made. Well, I mean, if he uh, if he had some under the table dealings with Heineken, and then was like, only Heineken can be made here. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, what's it? Do you have a favorite beer? I know you're not a big fan of beer. Is there one that you like the most though, from what you've tried? Uh, honestly, because I've only had like probably four different kinds of beer in my life. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe you might. I could, I I could count them all it. on one hand. I bet. Let's see. Uh, the the best I've had so far is Kieran, which is Kieran's. We good. had it round That's very one. smooth. It was very it was very like okay, I can drink this. I've it's had very drinkable. I've had Kieran. I've had um, Blue uh, Moon, Blue Moon, uh, Corona. Uh, I had. I don't like what, what's the shitty, not the shitty, but what's the Yingling, Yingling, and it's a college beer right there. I had a sip of like Bud Light way early back. Maybe Bud Light and Budweiser. I've at least sipped it once. Are, so that's six beers. I, I'm not a big fan of most of those beers. And I had one that I didn't recognize at all because uh, me and some friends went to uh, the uh, oh, what's it called? It's this big fucking cafeteria style type bar in downtown. Cafeteria style bar where it's like there's like a lot of tables and it's really huge and there's the bar up front and I'm trying to. Th- it is the something. Hold on, what? I bet you I can go to my my maps history. You know, I wonder if you would like beer more if you tried good, better beers. Because I feel like there's types that are just like easy to drink. My favorite, something dry. easy drinking beer is just Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's a very college beer, but it's just like very easy to drink. In my lift history, I could probably find out. Ooh, right? ooh, maybe I've been there. Is there a lift history? It's time to find out where Ryan got got drinks and food at a cafeteria style bar. Ride history. Ride history. Did you know on Uber? This is the and guy. Lyft, you can like read what people have said about them, like in the review section, and you can look at their picture like full resolution. Really? I've been saving a bunch of Uber drivers awkward selfies because you know they take those like dad selfies where it's at a weird angle, <laughs> and you could tell they took it like right when they were in the car, like right when they had to do it. Um, so I've been saving a bunch to my phone. It's I found the address. What's the name of this place? Please, Ryan. I need this is killing me right now, buddy. Angel City Brewery. Oh yeah, Angel. Oh, I love Angel City. They got the Super, food trucks and stuff. Yeah, they have the barrels uh, that you can set your drinks on. That's I had a, something that was very like tart. It was sour? like a sour beer. That's a type of beer, a sour. 
I like that because it's clo- it's closer to the cider than I guess a regular yeah, beer. Yeah, because usually would it's be. like cherry or you know something like that. Pear. Yeah, yeah I, I love that place though. It's a place in LA if anyone's visiting, where uh, it's just like a big local brewery and they brew it all right there. But the inside of the warehouse where they brew everything, like the big middle area, is just like a two story hangout area where you can just yep. get like a it was beer. super packed trucks. on a sunday night i went there with ross a long time ago okay um really really fun and I, i've been there with some other people too cool place very cool place i'd recommend if you're in downtown looking for something to do and you're of drinking age go check that out on a friday or saturday night i, I want to put something i want to put something in your perspective when's the last time you got drunk you would say is this no no i just want to say like because i i want to prove a point by like how how I don't like I just don't drink often. You really don't, yeah. So like when's the last time you were drunk, you'd say? Now not like define tips- drunk. Okay. Not like two beers tipsy, but like to the point where you're like everything's wonderful, you're smiling, your face is red, you you know you're a bit a little bit off balance. You're definitely not okay to drive. One hundred percent not okay to drive. Like you as a drunk person Friday. Friday? Yeah. I honestly if you can help me remember a time sooner than the one I'm about to describe to you, the last time I was like drunk and not just like getting uh, one like drink and getting a little tipsy. The last time I was drunk, I think, was in Japan in Shinjuku. Really? Yeah. Like yeah, I, I can't I, I can't remember like a time where I just because I'll have a glass of wine every now and then. But I. I don't go out that much, and so I guess you really only get like drunk. You don't get drunk alone. Yeah. You know? Well, I, well, that's the well, thing. Some people do. Is uh, probably stop and and get healthy, please. I I found, I'll drink by myself sometimes, but never to get like drunk. No, it's like a like, glass I'll of wine couple, or, or like two yeah. beers or yeah, something. Yeah. Like pleasantly buzzed while I'm watching a movie or something. But like the only time I get drunk is like when I'm with other people. And so the last time I was with like a big group of people whose goal was to go on bar hop was you guys out in I think uh, Japan. We're bad influence. It's been a while. Yeah, I don't. I I, enjoy, I had a good time. though. It was fun though. That that leopard print place. Oh my god, we're gonna have fun in Australia, I imagine. Yeah, because you'll probably get very drunk in Australia. Yeah, but the, the, I'm gonna walk outside and it's gonna be fucking miserably hot. No, it's gonna be cold when we're there. Ooh, is it? The highs in like the fifties. Really? Fifties and sixties. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I wonder if the mic picked that up. I don't know. Ryan made a little little uh, little oopsie. Little oopsie, and his uh, and his diapy. <laughs> Gotta go change it. But. How would you feel if you found out that like I have always worn diapers still to this day my whole life? I'd feel betrayed. In fact, I'd feel almost as betrayed as if we accidentally skipped the ad reads in this podcast. Yeah. Good thing we're not gonna do that. Nope. But we'll do those later. Later? Just kidding. We'll do we'll do ad reads right now. Let's 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 actually it's my favorite, so we might as well uh I wanna I mean, get this one in early. Get this one. This Let me one. pull that shit up, brother. Ooh, Matthew, what's that smell? Yep. Am I supposed to say what it is? It's pumpkin spice, Ryan. The leaves are crunchy, the breeze is crisp. It's officially onesie season. It's what? Onisi season. Hell yeah. And officially fall. Ryan, what does fall mean? Fall means back to school. Back from vacation. 
I'm not gonna say vacay. Sorry, me undies. Everything dies. Sad. But fall is a time to get soft. It's a time to get cozy, and it's a time to cuddle up. Me undies, the softest undies in the world, knows a little thing or two about that. Tell us more, Matthew Watson. Well, me undies sends us uh, fresh underwear every single month, and I love it. And, and every time we get that bag in the mail, Ryan and I are like, ooh, ooh, we rip we it, bust open. it open. We see what designs are inside. Um, I'm wearing me undies as we speak, like I often do I'm wearing a dark navy pair if you guys want to visualize me in my underwear uh, I want to do my laundry so I'm, I'm stuck uh... are you free balling it? no so you have I, underwear on? I have underwear on okay I don't, I'm not a fan of free balling it's not a good feeling that's why I use me no I hate it it's, it's I used to try to sleep naked and then I just didn't like it I have to have underwear I have to have something same I have feels... to, like, even though it's a thin layer it's like I have to have something protecting like my family jewels yeah you know and that's what MeUndies is for Listen, guys, when they say they're soft, they mean they're softer than the foam on top of your pumpkin spice latte. They're really on this pumpkin spice bit. Ladies, you hear that? That means they're softer than your favorite hoodie. Softer and cozier than drinking a warm mug of hot apple cider. What if the hoodie's made of chinchilla fur? Meundies are not made of chinchilla fur, but that's because that's that would be unethical. Yes. Um, softer than fall things. You get you get the idea. Well, I would hope it would be softer than leaves. Meundies feel just the same as brittle dry leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Meundies are designed to be the softest thing you've ever put on your body. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL. So if you got a big Johnson, you get that 4XL underwear, you know what I'm saying? Heck yeah, I think that's mostly for the waist, buddy. But anyways, Meundies just introduced five new silhouettes with the feel-free collection for women. Sorry, men. Designed with every body type in mind and a feather light waistband for you to feel free. New prints drop every Tuesday, so you'll never run out of ways to express yourself. Plus, members get an exclusive print at the beginning of every month. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer, especially because, uh, you know, they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You're shitting on me, dude. Oh my god, to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction, to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. Ryan? MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. Woo! On to the next ad read. Money, yes. money, 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 money. <laughs> Fucking sellouts. Yeah. Humans have been shaving for over 5,000 years. From flint tools to shark teeth to the first copper razor, we always knew that a great shave comes down to the simple, sharp, durable blades. The ancient Greeks didn't need flex balls or heated handles, and neither do you. That's why Harry's doesn't add gimmicky features to their razors. They focus on the quality that actually matters for a close, comfortable shave, and they never upcharge you. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your special trial offer by going to harrys.com slash supermega. So I grow this real kind of scraggly, um, seventh grader looking uh, facial hair. I'd say eighth grade. Okay, eighth grade, yeah. Um, where it's not. You can tell you're an older boy. Yeah, yeah. Like I've definitely started puberty. I don't know if I've completed it yet. Yeah. You can tell that. I use Harry's uh, in the shower, and I put that I put that shave gel on my face, and I I take that sh- that sharp, smooth blade. It's, it's actually insane how easily it just. And it, it, uh, it feels fantastic. No rash or anything. So what you're saying is Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price, Ryan. Just $2 per blade. How do they keep prices so low? They cut out the middleman. 
They own a world-class blade factory in Deutschland that's been making some of the best razor blades in the world for 99 years. That's almost 100 years, guys. Oh, now they can provide great quality at factory direct prices. It's also a brand you can be proud of because 1% of sales are donated to organizations that provide access to mental health care for men. And there's no risk to you for trying them out. If you don't love your shave, let us know, and they'll give you a full read. No, let, no, them, let them know. know. Don't, let them, don't email don't, us yeah, about that. Yeah. Email them. Let them know, and then they'll give you a, a refund. Listeners of Super Mega Cast can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash supermega. You get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. Ryan, where do they need to go to get this? They need to go to harrys.com slash supermega. If you missed it in the middle of this ad read and what I just recently said, what is it, Matt? Harrys.com slash supermega. That's oh. right. Oh, I love money! <sighs> Thanks for the money, Harrys. Ah, and me undies. We love money. And to the fans who uh, don't pay for YouTube premium, thanks for the extra cash. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, what are we talking about? Sorry, I was over here. Cash, uh, I can lay down me. like I'm in like a like a like a therapist office. This does feel very therapy-ish because right now, um, we're actually recording, even though we have our podcast. This room does get up, pretty heated. It can get a little. I'm getting. Ghosty. It's getting kind of warm. Yeah. Is it because that door's closed? I think no. I think the AC's just off. Is the AC off? I think so. Did you turn it off? No, I didn't turn it off. Maybe Jackson Harrison's mom did. She's here. God. She's in the studio right now. And uh, is she here right now? I think she's here right now. So hold your jokes. <laughs> well, they weren't jokes. More factual statements. Yeah, very factual statements. She is. Something else. She is. She is something else. Whew. Um, but we'll uh, save that for uh, save that for another day when she yeah. when, when she's not here. <laughs> she, but she cleaned the office. That was very nice of her. Yeah, we were we were recording and we came out and she's just like vacuuming and wiping things down. She's and like, my son works here. She's like, thank you, boys, so much for giving Jackson <laughs> this opportunity. We actually hired his mom because she needed some extra money as a maid. So yeah, uh, yeah, she's pretty she's pretty poor. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish you laughed like that. Just some evil fucking that's so evil and like callous sound. Evil YouTube gremlins, dude. I like that man. Dude, that's our podcast name. Evil YouTube Gremlin. <laughs> that really does sound like like a YouTuber's podcast though. What's up guys? Welcome back to Evil YouTube Gremlins. But Gremlins was made by Steven Spielberg. I always forget the movies he does. Because like he Didn't does he these... direct the first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does he does all these I don't movies know if he where I'm like, though. oh, that was Steven Spielberg? Like the BFG. The big Fucking gooch. <laughs> yeah. So it's about, it's about a kid that finds like a massive gooch in the, the woods. The big friend giant. What, what does BFG stand for? You're almost there. The big freaking giant. The, the big, big fucking giant. The <laughs> big fucking giant, dude. It, it stands for. Gay. It's big. No, tell me if I'm getting it. Big. Yeah. Friendly mm-hmm. giant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Big friendly giant. That's him. I read that in elementary school. I used to read all those Roald Dahl books. How do you say his name? Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl? Yeah. Roald, I don't know. Roald Dahl. Hey, Roald Dahl. He wrote wrote some weird-ass books, man. Yeah, like the sidewalk man walks off the sidewalk. That's Shel Silverstein. Oh, yeah. Oh, Shel Silverstein's the creepy-looking one. Roald Dahl's pretty creepy, too, I think. Wait, which is the one that Shel has Shel the... Silverstein's bald with a beard. <laughs> yeah, because he has that creepy picture of... <laughs> yeah! Yeah, he's got, like, a big the... smile. He's dead, Ryan. How do you... Why, why, are you, why are you dissing a dead man? I'm not dissing him. He wrote great poetry. He did. Where the sidewalk ends. He wrote The Giving Tree, too. Giving Tree is my, like, probably my favorite kid's book. That's a great book. It's fantastic. Actually, I have three... 
Okay, I have the top four Ryan, top five Ryan kids books that he liked when he was a kid. So guys, in go not out any kids order. Books. Are you ready? Yeah, let's hear your favorite. The kids first books. one, Anansi the Spider. A Nazi the Spider? <laughs> no! <laughs> it's a. I remember that book. Yeah. Yeah, Anansi the uh, the African spider and our African children who get eaten by an African fish. It happens. No, I, I know I've read it. That's it's a sad story. Then there's the uh, the amazing caterpillar. <laughs> Is that was that by? Is it the amazing caterpillar? Very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> yeah, the very hungry. Caterpillar. What's that guy's name? Uh, Ed. Sheeran. No, not Ed Sheeran. Did not write that book. Who's the guy that made those books? Sure? A positive. Ed Wood. Yeah, it was Ed Wood. Yeah. <laughs> it. That book is so good. Carl. Ed. Carl something. Word something Norton. Carlson. Uh, Ed Carlson. Uh, Carl's Junior. <laughs> no, stop. I don't know who wrote that book, but he. That guy was good. I'm only on two, Matt. Sorry, keep going. Two. <laughs> uh, three. Rainbow Fish. Oh, same guy. And then uh, four. Had five plans. You did. I did. Said a Abby Yo Yo. Abby Yo Yo. Abby Yo Yo, which was in the Reading Rainbow episode. Was that's where I? No, no, no. I think it. I, they I got can't the idea from it was you. Reading Rainbow. Oh, of course. On Reading Rainbow. But uh, that was that. There's one other. Oh fuck, man. Shit, bro. Fuck. Um. Okay. Help me go through it. There was Nazi the, spider, and the Giving Tree. Giving Tree. A Nazi the spider. Very hung the hungry caterpillar, rainbow fish, abioyo, and the giving tree. I also really liked the book that the uh, Dr. Seuss rip rip off artist did with the different colored dogs and the small dogs, big dogs. Oh yeah, dogs, no, dogs. he 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 was an artist for Dr. Seuss. Yeah, but then he he started writing the books too. He was like, oh, I might, I might I might do something here. My favorite children's books. I'm kidding. If anyone is actually mad that I called him a ripoff artist, that was just a joke. I was just, I was just trying to be very brutal to a very talented person who very gave me a lot of childhood memories. But anyways, go on, Matt. I think my favorite childhood books. I loved the Bernstein Bears books. I didn't read too much of them. I, I, I loved reading. Uh, my dad used to read me the Bernstein Bears books, but he would like abridge them while he read them to me. Yeah. So he would like make shit up. That was I really funny was when like, I was a kid. He'd make like the characters like fart and st- I just it was funny. And then Papa Bear pooped his pants. Yeah, he'd just like throw that in the end of a page and be like ah! <laughs> um, Imagine how like your dad probably thought he was like the Jerry Springer of your household. You mean Jerry Seinfeld? No. The Jerry Springer. <laughs> he was the mayor of Cincinnati at one point. Was Jerry Springer a failed comedian or was he just some like No, he was the mayor of Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, cool. But like, why was he famous? Because he was the mayor of Cincinnati. <laughs> no, like, why did he get a show? I don't know how he transitioned from being the mayor. I think it wasn't Cleveland. It was Cincinnati, right? I don't know. What at some place like that? I don't know how he transitioned from being the mayor of a town to like having the trashiest reality show <laughs> why, you can why, have. Why do I keep on mixing up Jerry Springer and Jerry Seinfeld? They're very similar men. Yeah, you know. Well, taken advantage of situations and uh, and used uh, young ladies for their benefit. Jerry Springer did that. His whole show was based on that shit. Oh yeah, that show is where trashy people would come and rip off each other's tops I'm and then like, make yeah, out. How scripted is Jerry Springer? Very scripted. Like, there's no way that's all real, right? Like, no, because some of the things are just too ridiculous. Of I'm course. Like, like where it's like it's an entertainment show. It's like. Yeah. Mari. 
like it, I wonder if that shit's real. Doctor S- Phil, like I feel like that's Steve Wilkos real. is prime, dude. Steve Wilkos, like, <laughs> it's just he's the best. If I could dude. have him scream in my face for, if a I could few have minutes, him throw a chair, dude. <laughs> I one of the fucking throw. Don't a chair. you ever. <laughs> Dude, he's insane. He gets intense, man. Was he a wrestler? I don't know. I feel like he had to start off as like something. He looks like, like that. someone who was like in the military, and he's like, "I was in, I was in the Marines, and now I'm, I use that knowledge to better you." Yeah, like that type <laughs> we of shit. Should write it like a pilot, like and try to actually pitch it that you and I were Marines, and we're like trying to better people, and actually try to pitch it and sell the fact that we're Marines. I watched a Dr. Phil episode recently. It's so boring. I'm kidding. It's not boring. It's good trash to have on in the background, I guess. But no. I'm just, I just don't like it. He looks... I, I, I used to like those type of shows. Like Cheaters. Cheaters was Cheaters a big was one for me. Cheaters was good. I'd always be like... <gasps> it's like... Uh, to ca- I mean, I can't get enough to catch a predator. I catch love that Catch a predator is good. I always will go on YouTube when I'm bored and just like watch <laughs> Because the compilations, some of them are hilarious. Dude, I watched one where like this really short... This short ass man walks in and he's not, he doesn't have like dwarfism or anything. He's just really short. Yeah. And Chris Hansen always throws these little jabs in. <laughs> and he's like, it took him a second to get seated because he's under five feet. <laughs> and he's just like, he just threw that in there just, uh, one of my favorite moments that made me laugh harder than anything was just this dude in a SpongeBob jacket walking down the street. <laughs> yes, you showed me that. The man in the SpongeBob jacket. <laughs> I, my, I just like watching those because I, it's just, the thing is, since you're watching it from a third perspective and you know what's going on, like, it's like could you, I'm not trying to empathize with the people that are caught, but in my head, I'm like, you know, there's that whole thing where it's like, I'm about to go, I'm, I'm about to go have sex, dude. And then it's, I mean, it just flips and it's like, well, not just have sex, have sex with a child. No, it's still child. sex. Yeah. Sex is sex, Matthew. And it's <laughs> beautiful kidding. no matter what. <laughs> no, but like, but like the, they're, they're about to go in, in their eyes. Um, have the time of their life. No, I wasn't gonna do it. I wasn't <laughs> planning on that. I was just coming to see if it was real. Well, why'd you, and I love it, like... Just coming to hang they out. They always... The, the reason they get caught is because they get caught in the traps of first co- arriving they to the house and trying to, to, trying to fuck a child. Kid, yeah. And then the second one would be like, you, pack, you packed 500 condoms in your backpack? What is this? What is this? A, a Miller High Life? Condoms? I, I love the parts where it's like, it's like, we asked him to pick up Burger King on the way. Yeah, like, to, they show up. <laughs> <with it. laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, Chris Hans is just like, I'm fucking hungry, dude. Like, yo. Because they do several stings in a day. They do, like. Or, like, over the course like, of, like, fun. a week. And, like, one weekend, they'll get, <laughs> so, like, 50 dudes. I just love the, the whole thing where it's, like, I just love, like, Chris Hansen's little, like, one-liners. Like, it's like, here, there's some cookies on the counter. And I'm like, okay. And, like, start This the wasn't cookies. the cookies you thought you would be having, was it? Like a glass of milk with those cookies? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I dude, Chris Hansen, man. What a, do you remember the Catch a Predator episode where they catch the guy? He's already on trial for the same thing. And then they catch him the next night again. Wait, isn't he just like, ah. Uh... He's like, I've got a problem. It's like, he's like, obviously, you've got a problem. <laughs> Has anyone ever gotten away? Yeah. Really? A lot of people do, I think. Like they, ran, they, like they get away from the cops? Oh, no, I thought you meant like they get off. Um, from, no, I know they get off because they're sick bastards. They're disgusting. But, no, I don't think anyone's ever escaped. I mean, they have the, the cops that are like outside with the guns drawn. <laughs> Throws a smoke bomb down. <laughs> I want to see it, but like, why does a Batman or Spider Man fight off like sex predators? I know, man. I don't give a shit <laughs> if some dude's stealing a million dollars from a rich man. It's like, oh, we got to stop him from stealing diamonds. It's like, why do I fucking care if some dude's getting his diamonds stolen? I want to stop a guy that's that's sexually attacking thirteen year olds. So why doesn't Batman do that kind of shit? I like the there's a. I was talking with Justin about it. 
I, I, apparently there's this like Marvel comic. I have to hold on. Let me let me pull it up real quick. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Dude, imagine being Chris Hansen's son and he's like scolding you for something, you know? That's got to be the, the most like, he's good at that. He would make me feel real. Chris Hansen would be the type of dad where I'd say I'm sorry and he'd be like, I'm sorry too. Okay, here it is. So like <clears throat> Marvel Comics did a did a comic book where they took the real life event of 9-11 and made it like Spider-Man was helping out. What? They're talking about the villains and it's like, even those we thought our enemies are here because some things surpass rivalries and borders. Because the story of humanity is written not in towers, but in tears. And it's like this whole like comic book issue of sp- the Amazing so, Spider-Man. Where, so the Amazing Spider-Man was there at Ground Zero on And 9/11. so some villains helped out and helped uh, clear the wreckage, too. I mean, they kind of got a pass now then, right? Yeah. Like, the Spider-Man can't go beating their asses anymore if they did Look, that. there's Spider-Man bending a beam. Now, why doesn't Spider-Man... Why don't they all team up and go kick Al-Qaeda's ass? Why didn't they do that? Why did it take fucking nine years to find Bin Laden? You know, you know, Spider-Man's Spidey senses could have sensed that he'd be he'd be out in the Middle East, and he like he's like, oh, I feel it, like he's nearby. I don't think Spider-Man's swinging around in the Middle East. Yeah, There's not much to swing on. I know, but Bin Laden had that big compound. He could have been swinging up those steps. Imagine that scene from Zero Dark Thirty, but instead of him creeping up the stairs with a gun, it's Spider-Man just like flinging around the stairs and kicking the dudes in the face. Okay, I imagine it now. What? Um, <laughs> just remove your slacks. We gotta watch more Marine movies, man. No, I'm good, dude. I mean. Most of them are so fucking boring. There's this one called like hey! Thirteen Kings. <laughs> Thirteen Kings. I just the picture you know the slang king. Anyways, uh, <laughs> with with just a bunch of like like really masculine gay men. <laughs> yeah, that's Chris Hemsworth in it, and it's one of the most boring movies. It's just like. All it is is like war movie in Middle East. Well, there's some marine like like there's some war movies that I find entertaining. Like Jarhead's entertaining. To I haven't me. seen I haven't seen Jughead, but I have seen. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, I actually really liked uh, Lone Survivor, not the game, but the Mark Wahlberg movie. I see. I didn't watch the movie, but I read the book by the dude, the Navy Seal man, and him like in the book he's explaining training, and I was just like. Jesus Christ. We would not cut it in boot camp. No, you won't. We, we've talked about this before. We would 
absolute. I just want for this the training is legitimately dangerous. They go out there on like these inflatable, like for the training, like these inflatable boats on this rocky coast and shit. I guess I guess they have to though because they're actually going to be in yeah. those situations. So it's like it's like the the only way you can practice being in a dangerous situation is actually putting yourself in a dangerous situation. Of course, you'll have safeguards, but it's still there's. There's still some things that could go wrong. I mean, mar- marine movies are made for a very specific type of viewer, right? Yeah. Like, Marines probably love marine movies. I what's, know the, what's the last the marine movie that was made? Hollywood's not about marine movies right American now. American Sniper? They're, yeah. That's Clint Eastwood, though. Of course he's going to make that. No, but, like, when 9-11 happened, a lot of the times after that, we got a lot more of kind of, like, war movies. because that's, that's kind of like, like mood, us you know? winning and stuff yeah. like that. The only war movies I, I kind of see currently are, like, Angel has fallen. London has fallen. White House down. Remember the one of Channing Tatum, White House down? Yes. I forgot he was in that. It was Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx played the president. President Foxx. <laughs> Damn, what a weird role. Yeah. Well, it, it's not as bad as uh, in the movie Pixels when uh, Kevin James is the president <laughs> of the United States. Wait, it's Kevin James, right? Yep. And, and Adam Sandler's his friend his, who can just walk into like just, the White House control room. Who comes into like... The the room where like they're doing like national security briefings where they're watching the assassination of Osama bin Laden. I wish that would have been a plot point. <laughs> like Kevin James is there in the room and they're all like watching the screen. And it's funny because like uh, the character that Peter Dinklage's character was based on actually turned out to be a cheater. Fun stuff, right? Yeah, no, like th- that that was a real thing. Mm-hmm. The guy that kind of looks like him the... too, except you can tell the guy who wrote the script really had it out for him how do you think how do you think peter dinklage feels as like when he's just being cast as a punchline because when much like, much thought wasn't put into his character they're just like no it's like man. Oh, yeah he's, he's short and he's dislikable but he's short so it makes it even more funny <laughs> yeah yeah like lord farquaad who directed that was lord farquaad a dwarf or is he just a really no, he's tiny just man? A short man okay he's like four four I don't know what classifies as dwarfism in men. Actually, I'm. I'm gonna. Ask well, there's a, a particular thing that it's not just being yeah, short. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's like an actual uh, genetic condition. Yeah, you should watch a uh, uh, L- Little Women. <laughs> nah, it's a great show. There's no, a new season coming out. Like, I'm good, man. Uh, I was that show about like the the little people farmers. What? <laughs> yeah, hold on. My little family. See, that's like the that that type of TV My little family is literally like... just like a bunch of producers in our room. Like, all right, people will think it's funny if little people are on a farm. Let's do it. It's kind of like really exploitative in a way. I guess they weren't farmers. They were just a normal family. Our little family. <laughs> Where'd you get farmers from then? <laughs> because oh oh because uh, I used to uh know through my stepmom. I used to know people. Uh, who lived out in the country, who had, like, a farm and everything, and uh, the woman's husband had dwarfism, and so did her son. So that's definitely passed on. Like, that... It, yes, that's not going to, like... It's skip. genetic. Is it possible to skip, you think? Uh, I mean, I think, I, I'm asking you a well, the, scientific question well, that's like, do you think? Well, I don't... Here's the thing. I don't know... I didn't research too much about it. I know it is genetic. Um, the likelihood of it passing, I don't know if it's 100%, because they did have another son, and he didn't have dwarfism. Okay. yeah, so... But he was, like, he he did have a, phys- a physical disability where he couldn't walk. Oh. So, I, I just don't... I don't know if, like, the genes in general cause a lot of problems, or if... I I don't know. I'm, I'm talking out of my field like I usually am. I, um... I remember learning about genetics and shit in high school. 
uh, in biology. That shit's so interesting. Like it's so in depth too. When when I when I start like thinking about it or reading about it, I just like I gotta stop because it like starts to scare me because of how like crazy the world is. You know how people are like, well, we're never gonna. They were like, yeah, we're never gonna have a black president. We got Obama. We're and then now it's kind of like we're never gonna have a female president. Eventually, that's gonna happen. Do you think the United States will ever have a little person as president? That's a really good question. I I, I personally think that I don't think we will. Well, with the, one thing to also I think, think is about everyone's is like, so judgmental in politics. Absolutely, we, we've never I, has there been a a, li, a little person for like any, in politics? Yeah, in, let me look up. I'm gonna look that up. Like... <laughs> that did not sound real. That sounded so fake. Welcome to Super Megacast, where we'll go from talking about little people, and then Ryan will fart, and then we'll look something up and get it wrong. List of people with dwarfism. Are there any politicians? Uh, there's actors and actresses, athletes, entertainers, politicians. Really? Uh, and, actually, and be, by me, by me being surprised, me? that's not me at all being like not thinking the little Dude. people could, of course, do that. It's just I know how judgmental people are, especially voters. There's only apparently there's only one living politician who has dwarfism, but they live in Austra- but they're from Australia. Oh. And they were born in 1941. Okay. Uh, the other two, one was Poland and Italy. So America has never had a, 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 a politician with dwarfism. Yeah, that's interesting. We've had, we have athletes who have dwarfism. Who? Oh, Wee Man. Like a runner. Wee, Wee Man's an athlete. No, he's an entertainer. No, he's a skate. He's a, he he's started an, out as a pro skateboarder. Ooh, okay. Well, okay. He wasn't originally like an entertainer. He started out as a pro oh, skateboarder. God damn it, dude. I forgot Vern Troyer was dead. I actually just forgot about like I, I saw his name and I was like oh Same. I was like oh man he's mini me they can't do another Austin Powers without Vern Troyer are they making one I mean there's always been rumors that they would bring it back and just in this you know in this time of Remakes reboots and, yeah. and re- all that shit I feel like if they're gonna do it it would be within the ne- I don't know n- there's never a time where nostalgia doesn't sell oh it's it so, super sells you know but I I mean Mike good old Mike's getting to the point where uh feel like it would be pretty taxing on him he hasn't acted in anything in like a decade i think no he was in glorious bastards when did that come out no he was in um uh bohemian rhapsody i didn't see it but he was in it as like some record wait mike myers was Mm -hmm. oh no way yeah well he's kind of just stepped it back from the spotlight yeah he hasn't been like a main character same with uh what's his face um rick moranis yeah, uh, he yeah he intentionally was like, that was because his wife this. was dying though right yeah so he was like I'm I'm not gonna do this anymore and then who else there's a lot of actors that kind of just disappeared I oh, what was the there's like a famous child actor that was like in a in a movie and then stopped acting was it the kid from E T no what was it there was like a a kid actor who's known for like a movie but he was only in like one movie The Shining was that it uh well I heard that like. He didn't know it was a horror movie. Oh yeah, when they, they just told I, him I, the... I I heard this thing that he still hasn't seen it and he refuses to watch it even as an adult. Because didn't he say that it was like kind of a not abusive on set, but he like he doesn't have good memories. Of well, it? I don't think Kubrick was very uh, friendly on set when yeah. he was directing, especially when he directed the Moon Landing. I'm sure that was rough. <laughs> yeah, that is one conspiracy theory. I could maybe be like, I mean, I could see it. I could see why. I think for me, there's definitely the, in terms of conspiracy theories, is one of the most plausible ones in being correct. I but think, at the same time, I 
I here's here's what I will say. I will not say that I am one hundred percent convinced that we did or did not. So yeah. like I feel like there's enough room in either argument for me to be. But it makes sense but why I still, we would. But I still it. feel like mostly like I'm. I think. Yeah, I did. think we did. Yeah. But I can also see like how that argument might make sense. Because if we didn't, don't you think other countries would be like they didn't? Yeah. They're lying. We yeah. we they didn't win the sp- space race. We you went know? and they and there was nothing there. Even though Russia won, they were the first ones, baby. First Sputnik. ones in space, but with Yuri Antonov. No, wait, were no, they the Yuri... first ones in space, or were they the first ones to put a satellite in space? They were the first ones in space. Oh, I thought China was the first. People. They they would, they had the first person to orbit the Earth. Okay, okay. Yuri something, I don't remember his name. But um, the only other conspiracy theory I can honestly like really Get down uh, on it yeah. with is uh, Epstein. Epstein. His death. I'm like could be something there yeah i think there, there's it's more likely that there's something there than there isn't mm-hmm. but of course we'll never know for about- me for me i don't think with with epstein i don't think it's as something as drastic as they hired some no man i think someone i, th- I was think paid to turn a blind eye maybe or something yeah i think like someone they let him kill himself i think he wanted to kill himself and he'd already tried yeah and they kind of knew it they're like all they i think someone definitely made it a lot more likely for him to have a little alone time Mm -hmm. because they're like at the same time you take a look at his cellmate this dude's brutal monster didn't he beat him up i guess i don't know if that's the same no epstein beat him up oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um but uh i uh speaking of conspiracy theories you know what i was i watched a video about last night and still blows my mind to this day the malaysian airlines flight they found some of it right they found a piece in africa just washed up on shore yeah like that's just so insane, how, how like the commercial airlines, right? Mm-hmm. Like a ton of people died. Like everyone is gone. Not missing, missing. Yes. Uh, they. What if they? What if we found out they were like just still surviving on some fucking island somewhere? It's lost. It's it's like the show Lost. Yeah. Or what if they went through a time thing and all of a sudden twenty years from now they're just gonna reappear in the sky? The whole Bermuda Triangle stuff. Well, if you look at the flight path. Apparently, like Except the, they didn't go through the. Someone in the cockpit turned off the transceiver. So they're thinking it might have been like a suicide thing. Yeah, I mean that's that's a, that's one of the more plausible theories that like the pilot did it. It was just it was one flight or two. What flights went missing? When there's no there the same year in in Ru- uh, Russia shot down the other one that was flying over Ukraine. Remember? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, I knew there was something with two flights. That was that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. They, I watched a whole documentary about that. That's like that's so fucked up. Malaysia Airlines did not have a good year that year. Nope, that was a real bad year for them. And then recently, the Boeing was the, has been the most recent. Boeing's kind of been having a bad thing. year because the the autopilot shit or whatever. The, well, what the soft. It? it was like something with the software. Yeah, it wasn't that. anything physically with it. It was like a software up. I don't know specifically. I know it was something to do with the software on the plane. It Didn't was... it cause that one plane to crash somewhere that killed mm-hmm. everyone? Plane crashes are like they're so you get scared of it when you fly on a plane, but then also you got to think about like how often does a plane crash in America? Not like often. a commercial. When's the last time you can think of a commercial airliner crashing in America? Like a big, three hundred person airliner crashing somewhere in America? I honestly can't think of a like in my memory the last time that's happened. Yeah. Like I know, I know it happens in other countries a lot, and I know like smaller planes crash, but like in terms of like a like an American Airlines like three hundred person jumbo jet, when's the last time that's just like, like crashed? USA, because it has happened. Commercial airline crashes. Nat Geo had a uh, had a show about uh, plane crashes where they would just like recreate them and like go over what happened. It was very very interesting, interesting show. The last fatal U.S. airline crash was a decade ago. 
and this was posted February 2019 and updated in March 2019. Remember that guy that stole the plane in Seattle? Jesus Christ. Sorry, what? What? I'm reading about, in February 2009, a Continental Flight 3407 crashed into a house, killing all 49 people aboard and one person on the ground as the plane was arriving in Buffalo, New York. That's still like a smaller plane, though. Those big ones don't seem to really crash that often, I guess. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're built to be, like, safe. I mean, helicopters crash a shit ton. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always the joke of, like, the rich people dying in helicopter crashes. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, uh, I mean, flying's, like, the safest way to travel. Because you're more likely to die, and I think I mean driving on the highway is super fucking dangerous when you break it down. Yeah. that's so dangerous. You're just in like a huge piece of metal and explosive fuel that's like just flying down. And the only thing keeping you all from crashing is just your own sense, each person's sense of judgment and painted lines on the street. Gotta follow the rules. A lot of people don't here. No, people drive like shit in Los Angeles. Yep. It really, it, and it really stood out like the first time I went back to South Carolina and drove. I was like, whoa. It pisses me off when I see that one person going like 90 and they're like, they, they, Swerving of course, between they're, everyone. They're going, I'm like, don't do It's because it's like they're not the only one on the road. All it takes is for them to not see a motorcycle who's changing lanes and they've killed someone. All because they, they have some innate desire to feel cool. Like, that's all it comes down to. Cool to people it's not that they'll because, never see again and people who don't even know who they are. Yeah. Because they don't see them. It's like the minute I see a car like that, I get a little bit peeved. I get pissed but, off. I'm but, like, come on, man. But then I I forget it within five minutes. Yeah. So it's like they're not making a statement. I think a lot of people on the road everywhere, um, this is going to this is attacking, but a lot of people, it just comes across like they don't have a lot of power at home or in their workplace. So they use that on the road a lot. Like you'll get people that will uh, tail you in the far right lane, even though it's like, dude, there's like two lanes over you can pass me in. They just want to, they just want to, they want to feel powerful. Yeah, it's or, like bullying, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of bullies on the road. There are, Don't yeah. bully on the road. Please, guys, like legit, be be cool and like try to follow traffic laws as, as, as close as you can because honestly, it's, it's, you only get one life, and if if you don't care about your own, then at least do it for other people like that are on the road. Think about think about your mother driving home from the grocery store, and some jackass is going ninety, and then bam, nothing spike. Like my blood pressure boils whenever I hear something about like some some fucking intoxicated jackass that kills a family because he's driving drunk, like in the wrong lane. Too. Yeah, it's like what the how did. There's a video of like there's uh, on the highway and there's this truck that's obviously it looks like it's going like a hundred on the highway and it just pretty much turns another car into powder and it's like he's going that fast why because he's drunk and just doesn't like <sighs> I don't know I like it it's so shitty because driving is a dangerous thing in general but a lot of people don't take it's a lot of responsibility yeah but a lot of people act as if they are the only ones on the road or the only ones that matter on the road. So it's like everyone else is not someone to work with to get to where you're going. It's everyone else is an obstacle. And you yeah. can't look at everyone else as an obstacle. You need to look at ev- – well, you can, but I'd say look at everything on the road as a th- as almost like a threat. Like I, I look I look two lanes – That's why I, I – I look I, two lanes over if I'm too. changing lanes just because – I'm I'm afraid I'll be changing lanes and also we'll just meet in the middle and oh that's my biggest fear is because I'm like what if I change lanes and the lanes open but someone else is changing lanes at the same yeah. time and neither of us saw like who's at fault in that case is that just case by case I guess yeah yeah 
Um, I, I also like, there's really no good way it can end because you're either going to get pulled over, mm-hmm. given a massive ticket, points on your license. You're going to crash, which if you are lucky enough to survive, you got to repair your car. That shit's expensive. And, uh, the other option is you just die or kill somebody else and got to live with that. Just don't drive drunk. Don't play games with people on the road because y- you're, you, you, the only way you can have any bit of control of your life is when you're behind a fucking two ton vehicle. No, go on call of duty and call some <laughs> racist stuff out loud. Like <laughs> I that's, know. that's how you do it. You know, <laughs> Get it I, out that's of your what system. those people need to do. Yeah. Well, they, they do that as well. I think so. Those people just need to like go to like a glass warehouse and smash a bunch of glass with That'd a mallet or a really hammer. But, uh, glass. I mean, I mean, I, I can't think of a better way to end the podcast than on a good uh, note on drive safe, drive safe, and guys. make sure you're keeping yourself and others on the road. Don't safe. drive drunk either. I know you're like, mm, I, I, if you're at the point where you're saying, I think I can drive, that's probably a sign that you should not be driving. Yeah. If there's any doubt there, because also even if you're not a Let's say you're just a little tipsy and you're still capable of driving. Uh, you're not going to be 100% good at driving. And then if you get pulled over for something like registration, so you're going to get a DUI. Sorry, Jackson just slid something under the door. Hold on. Can you grab it? Oh, he set up the printer. So, so what? What? Per, what? Pi- oh. <laughs> oh, it's a picture of Brent Lilly. With a, with a Christmas tree. And he's smoking a pipe. I remember I think I, I responded to that tweet with, with, a, with a very handsome man with a nice six pack and pecs. Uh, who had like a wreath around his dick? He was like, he was like, post your Christmas trees or something. Oh, like that's that. right, I remember that. Yeah, man, I gotta start sending him my Christmas <laughs> trees. He's a pipe. I'm gonna bring with his little pipe, <laughs> little corn cob pipe, dude. Why? I want to know why he corn cob pipe. Why is he inside with a pipe? That's what I want to know. He's not smoking it. No, he just has it in his mouth, and he's doing the pipe look. I, I, I don't think he's being. Is he being serious there? I feel like there's a little hint of like, I'm a playful guy. I I'm, joke I'm, around. I, I can goof around a little bit. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's Brent for sure. He's got he's got that little, the gamer smirk. Yeah, a little bit. Which y- y'all know what the gamer smirk is? It's that like one one eyebrow up, like hmm, like. But with uh, driving safe and our printers working out, the super megaplex. Yeah, so there's an update. I guess that's a way to end the podcast. We want to just thank everyone for continuing to listen. We are 158 episodes cleared now. We're making our way through. Almost, uh, um, we're going to make it to 200 at some point. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be sneaking Unless we die because one of you jackasses decided to to drive drunk on the highway. And everyone's going to do the clown meme because we said in a previous podcast, if we die in a car accident, people are allowed to make those clown memes of us. Remember? I would hope there would be footage. So, like, it shows me, like, launched out of my car, and then, like, someone uh, tracks a, a, the clown emoji like on my face. the nose over your face. Oh, yeah, right? or just the nose on my face, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you guys heard the man. So, if that happens, how awful would that be? <laughs> You'd have to deal with it. I wouldn't. I would not. I, it would fuck me up to see those videos. <laughs> and when you know how people on the internet are, everyone would always DM it to me and oh, send yeah. it to me and shit. They'd send it to my mom. Yep. Because some people on the internet are real, they, real, real class clowns. I'd send it to my high school, yeah. to my college. And do it all. But, well, uh, uh, anyway, we're going to get going. Uh, I got to take a shit. Cool. Um, and I'm going to go hang this picture of Brent up somewhere. Do you realize how much ink Jackson just used printing this? Luckily, we don't, not, not any of this expensive color. Black, ink. though. That's a lot of black. He printed in that picture. It's, it's almost just like a, like a black piece of paper at yeah. this point. So that's a uh, fresh ink, though. It's fresh ink, yeah. That's 
yeah, all right, we're gonna get we're gonna get going now. Uh, check it on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all that stuff. Uh, check out our Patreon if you want to see some more extra bonus content. Love you all. See you next week. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.